Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Last episode, we left off with a fun little teaser for this episode, which is great. But also, good news, I remembered that thing. Thing. I remembered the thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> there I was like, oh, this isn't like a question, but it'll stir up strong opinions. And the thing was this. What are your thoughts on like ASMR mukbangs? Oh, I despise them. Okay, yeah, I think they're fucking disgusting. They are absolutely awful, and I don't understand the appeal of watching them and like i'm a person who watches like asmr role plays judge me as you see fit but like i really don't care at this point so like i don't mind like if someone's like doing a character where there's like oh like a certain snack associated with them where they're like bring it up take a quick crunch but it's not like up like against the microphone making like disgusting noises that's like that's fine what or like if someone's doing something and they like you know take a quick sip of like a cup of tea here and there it's fine by me, yep. but, like, anything where, like, people are up in the microphone just going, like, disgusting. I hate that noise. That, like, absolutely awful. I can't even, like, I am a person, though, where, like, I can't handle if I'm, like, at college when I was in the dining hall, and, like, if somebody was, like, chewing too loudly, I would get overstimulated, and I'd be like, oh, my God, I gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> I can't handle it. And so just like oh, yeah, the no. thought of just the bad, very very bad. But yeah, no, the, that's like see that is a thing that stirs up strong emotions because I don't know who the hell is out there like listening to these like to people just like going to town on like a fucking lobster. Oh, monsters, monsters, inhuman. But like, yeah, if it's like. A little thing here and there, like, worked into a video, like, oh, someone takes, like, a sip of a cup of tea, or, like, someone, like, crunches something real quick. Alright, fine, whatever. Yeah. Only, that's the only way that it's acceptable. I try not to kink shame. I try not to judge. I just, why? Yeah, I just simply do not get it. I mean, like, again, like, I'm not gonna personally shame someone, but I just, I think it's so, like, for me, it just, like, ugh, it makes me, sh- like, do that little shiver thing. Like, I think it's so gross sounding. Yes, but it is still one of those things that I'm, like, if you can get that bad, like, if you can make money off oh of people God. listening to you eat, you go for it. Yes. Like, good for you. Yeah, no, um, get that bag, first of all. 
Wow, what an intro to another week of chaos. <laughs> I've noticed the chaos level, like, steadily climbing now that we don't have, like, the, like, uh... rational grounding presence of Maddie to, like, <laughs> rein me in. I'm just like, all right, weirdest things possible. Let's go. So, and I am sorry, going to Maddie. hype you up every time. I know, that's the problem. Sorry, Maddie, this is what the podcast has become in your absence. I hope I hope you're okay with having your name as producer credit on this. Um, yeah. But also, um, circling back around to our little teaser thing, like, what would you require in your dressing room if you were famous? I feel like first we should establish, what would we be famous for? I like that you aren't just assuming that it's going to be this podcast, first of all. <laughs> my expectations for my own projects are are very low. It's, um, it's a defense mechanism. But if not this... If not this... God, if I could pick anything, I probably would be... Honestly, I would be a Twitch thought. Okay. You know what? I respect it. Um but- I would like to, I would like to, to dream, maybe, that I would either be famous for, like, acting or, uh, stand-up. Ooh, I feel like you'd be really good at stand-up. I actually did take a rhetoric of stand-up comedy class, where, like, part of it was that we had to perform stand-up, and, like, I'm a very, like, socially anxious, like, OCD person, but I also, like, really did have fun doing it, so... I don't know. Maybe I'll let, maybe someday I'll try like a local comedy club. Who knows? You give me like Bo Burnham vibe. Like that would be the kind of thing that you would do. My man Bo. Oh my god. Yeah. Love him so much. That is that's a very high compliment. Thank you. And then just like add in a little John Mulaney for spice. Yeah. Let me add a little bit of spice to this. <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to think that's how it would go so yeah that's probably um what like in my ideal world if i you know if i don't make it um because of this masterpiece right here um in my ideal world i would like to say i would either be famous for acting or for stand-up comedy or maybe writing who knows i would love to somehow twitch famous through solely cozy games like Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon, like, make me famous off of that. And then just, like, you come to my stream, I'm wrapped up in a blanket, and I'm just like, hee hee hee. (laughs) I think you deserve to be famous for that. We need more famous, like, we need more people famous for wholesome things. True. True. As a red hot take for you. So now that we've established that, what do we require in our dressing rooms what is in our contract a la whichever band it was aerosmith acdc you know a bowl of m&ms but with all the brown ones taken out to like prove that they've read the contract or something um one of the things that i was thinking about was my deep love for ramen noodles except i need them to be so like when I cook ramen, instead of just, like, throwing the noodles in the pot, I break them up. Mm-hmm. Because, like, otherwise the noodles are just too long. So, like, that would be one of my things is that I require the pack, like, 
I want ramen noodles, but they can't be too long. Okay. Okay, I like that. I'm just, like, writing things down right now because I'm getting random inspiration for other things. Okay, we vibe with it. Um, And then the other thing that I have been obsessed with lately, Mm -hmm. and I feel like is kind of random, is the Kinder Eggs. I want, like... Like the like the American uh, Kinder eggs that you have to like scrape out with a scoop or like the yeah. legit ones. No, the American ones they have to scrape out with a spoon because I think they're fun. And the so American I ones want are like... good. I will put that out there. I know like we don't get normal Kinder eggs like those are illegal, but for some reason like AK forty sevens aren't. Um, <laughs> but I do enjoy the American Kinder eggs because yeah. it's very like, no, like hazelnut type chocolate deal going on. And that I like. I just like the taste of it. Um, but anyway. I want like a ki- like like a case. I, how am I blanking on the word? Like an egg carton, a carton of eggs. Except you open the carton and it's Kinder eggs. It's Kinder. Okay, I like that. That sounds like a fun time, <laughs> frankly. It's just easier for transport. This one, like I have been agonizing over this because, like, I know in, like, a bunch of, like, really famous people's contracts they're like, yeah, I have to have, like, a bottle of, like, Dom Perignon in my dressing room. But I am, you know, an average everyday person. I'm a simple woman. So, like, maybe if I was famous, like, I would have, like, you know, I would have elevated tastes because I would, like, be able to, like, you know, I'd be at, like, parties where, like, shit like that is being served and whatever. But, like, right now I'm just like, well, you know, a kettle would be nice so I could make some tea. (laughs) Like, I'm such a simple person, truly. Yeah. So, like, Can I get be a bottle of, of your finest Poland spring? Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's, those are, like, the only things that are coming to mind. Like, you know, just, like, a little electric kettle, so like, a little mini fridge with, like, I don't know, just give me some tea bags and a little mini fridge with, like, some, like, milk in it so I can make some tea. That's so know. cute. What would, like, a fun... Fa- I'm trying to think, like, I have been agonizing over this and, like, really been coming up empty. It's kind of embarrassing. But, like, I'm trying to think, like... I would like there I... to be a sound system so I can listen So I can listen to some jams while I'm getting ready. Yeah, okay. I can vibe with that. That'd be nice. I feel like you, um could get a little fancy and request that like russian vodka you got oh yeah oh i could and, request, like, stuff like to make moscow mules yeah okay yeah there needs to be a bottle of um beluga noble vodka in my dressing room and some really high quality ginger beer and um you know what and the fancy little cups what are like the, the metal mugs and yeah fresh limes <laughs> None of that, like, pre-packaged lime juice. Yeah. Actual lime and, like, the little juicer thingy. Fresh lime juice only. Um, I would love, I want you to be famous enough that, like, this is something that you can request to have somebody come in specifically just to juice your limes. So, like, at 3 p.m. specifically, this dude walks in, he's like, hey, I'm Ryan. He juices the lime, and then he just leaves. <laughs> so I don't ruin my manicure or whatever <laughs> I have going on. Although, frankly, my manicures never last all that long, because one, even nope. though I don't practice guitar nearly as much as I should, I keep my nails stubby 
because I think that's gonna like encourage me to practice even though it doesn't um and I also have a terrible habit of like biting slash ripping my nails they don't last very long not bitten my nails and like a week and a half which is a big accomplishment for me (laughs) although sometimes putting nail polish on does stop me from ripping them because I'm like oh it's it's pretty but then it starts chipping and I'm like "Ah." yeah my little slightly chipped manicure oh gorgeous I do have a lovely pedicure right now but I know better than to show my feet on the internet (laughs) you're gonna be on that website what website Oh my god, you've never heard of Wiki Feet? Wiki what? <laughs> Called Wiki Feet. And uh basically it's just you go on this website and you can search any celebrity and any like feet pictures that somebody have has found and submitted appear. <laughs> I hate the internet. I need to add a disclaimer because I only know about this because I was watching um, an episode of Game Theory Live and um, Matt, Pat, and Stephanie were on there vibing and they have a rule because like that's their live stream and they have a rule of no feet on the stream so they don't end up on WikiFeed again. Again. Yep. I hate it. Um, I hate everything about it. It's terrible. And that's why, literally, one time, like, in an old episode with Maddie, I was, like, showing off the fact that I was wearing pajama bottoms, and I was like, wait. And then, like, I literally, like, censored, like, put, like, a blur over my feet. <laughs> I was like, I I am not making this mistake. Not for free, anyway. Yeah, not for free. One of my friends did that in college. They started, like, they, like, and a couple of their other friends started, like, selling feet pics to make money. Honestly, like, it's one of those things. Like, the ASMR mukbang. If you can make money off of somebody's thing, you secure that bag. Yeah, get that Honestly, simp money. Get it. Yeah. Um... Us winding up on wiki feet aside. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to have in your dressing room? Um, honestly, like, probably just some, like, I guess I could bring my own laptop, but, like, access to YouTube because... I have been really into, like, if I'm doing my makeup or getting ready to go somewhere, just throwing up, whatever. Um, A YouTuber I've been really into lately, oh my god, I forgot his name, I feel like the worst fan, Um, but he is a scam baiter, and so he gets those people who, like, do scam calls, and he gets going for hours, so, like, so they're on the phone with him for hours, so they're not, like, scamming actual people. Um... But so basically, like, he just gets them to talk to him, and he has, like, these modifiers for his voice, so he sounds like this, like, 25-year-old girl who's, like, so worried about her bank account and blah, 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 and, oh my god, it's so funny to watch. That is genius. Yeah. That reminds me, I saw, like, someone was talking about this guy's stand-up bit, where it was, like, you call car insurance companies and see how long you can keep them on the phone before they realize that you're trying to insure the Batmobile. 
Okay, I love that. Which is, like, hilarious. Um, yeah, I that, big, except, like, background I'm noise. I'm a SpongeBob fan. Yeah, oh, I love background noise. I would do that, except I would be trying to um, ensure the invisible boatmobile. I'm literally wearing one of the t-shirts I got at the SpongeBob musical. <laughs> I love that. I, um, that have you? so good. Have you watched any of, like, the spinoff, whatever, whatever? Because I refuse to. Yeah, I refuse to. It's a sad money grab. The canon, the canon of Spongebob is the first four seasons, the first movie, and the musical. That's it. That's it. I don't know where, like, the end of the fourth season, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't know my Spongebob lore. I simply know that, like, everything prior to, like, up to and including the first movie, prime and fantastic. But that's when Steven Hillenburg left and they kind of, like, you know, handed it off to, like, other people on the production team and it started sucking. (laughs) And the reason I include the musical in canon is because it is very true to the Steven Hillenburg Spongebob and also he approved it prior to his passing. Okay, yeah, we stand. So, you know, yeah. putting that out there. Yeah. Um, um, but so, yeah, background background noise, just in general. Yeah, I always need to have some form of, like, music or, like, music, yes. podcasts, like, someone's, like, old stream or, like, video essay or whatever. I need to be hearing things constantly to prevent any chance of a thought occurring. No thoughts. No just think. YouTube. No think. Just noise. <laughs> Not a great way to live your life. I think it's funny, too, because, like, I am that kind of person where, like, I will have my TVs on, um, like, Netflix. I have my laptop up with somebody's stream on, and I'm scrolling through TikTok, and I'm just like, prime. (laughs) See, I can't hear two, like, competing sounds at once. That makes me want to put my fist through a window. Really? So I'll be like... Like, a game that I don't have to have sound on, like, Stardew Valley or, like, Animal Crossing or something. So I'll, like, have that on while I'm either, like, listening to whatever show is playing on my TV or listening to a podcast or music or something. And then, you know, I'll take a break from that and, like, scroll Twitter while, like, the video game is still pulled up and I'm still listening to whatever I was listening to. So, like, that's my kind of go-to method of, like making sure that I'm processing too many things at once to, like, be aware of my own existence. I I cannot believe that you would play a game like Stardew Valley and not listen to the soundtrack, though. Seriously, like, I love the Stardew Valley soundtrack, but I've also played that game so much. Like, I know Fair. I know her. I know her by <laughs> heart. <laughs> That's another one, too, if I'm, like, doing homework or something where I'm, like, reading or I need to focus... I still need a noise, and so I'm like, oh, Stardew Valley music, pull it up. Yeah, it's gotta be some, like, it can't have, like, if I'm reading, cannot have lyrics. No lyrics. None whatsoever. So, um, one of my go-tos is the Twin Peaks soundtrack. Ooh, okay. that, that orchestration really do be funky crush. Um, and, like, the Studio Ghibli music. Oh. Yeah, I have been vibing recently. There is a 
10-hour YouTube video that is the entire original Animal Crossing soundtrack. And, like, buy entire original Animal Crossing soundtrack. Anytime, like, you know, like, if you talk to an animal and, like, they make the shocked face and there's a little, like, noise, like, that's included. Like, it's just every I single noise that appears in this game. And it's so much. perfect. <laughs> the peak Animal Crossing, like, soundtrack for me is the, um the like city no like the city music from oh, animal crossing city yeah. folk like when you take the bus yes. and go to the city love her absolutely we stand fantastic animal crossing music in general i just ugh. you can't listen to it and be sad i think you simply cannot. there are definitely cool. some i like more than others like significantly more but ah. None of it is bad. You you cannot listen to it and be unhappy. That simply isn't how it works. Um, next week we must discuss our favorite KK songs. Oh yes, writing that down. I was gonna say unless you know right off the bat, because like I do, but <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Animal Crossing has been my thing since I was four years old, though. So <laughs> I I have played a shit ton of Animal Crossing in my day. We still have a Nintendo Wii in my household with Animal Crossing City Folk. Love her so much. There's something I'm never getting rid of. I will never be selling my Nintendo Wii, ever. We still have our GameCube, and it is depressing because, like, it's finally starting to break a little bit, and the, like, internal clock doesn't work anymore, so, like, Anytime you turn it off, time just stops existing until you turn it back on again. Which sucks repair. for games like Animal Crossing, where, like, you have to... You have to wait for like, things. it moves in real time. Yeah. You can get that repaired. Okay, I don't, I don't know anything about technology. Like, that is People one whole... thing that I just... <laughs> People literally have whole businesses of repairing, like, vintage game consoles. You can absolutely get that fixed. Yeah. I say, I'm about I mean, to, I say because... as a person who also doesn't really understand technology, but, like, I do know that, like, that's a that's definitely a thing that people do, refurbishing old consoles. The only thing I know about technology is, this stopped working. Yeah. <laughs> this did something, and now it doesn't, and I would like it to do that thing again, please. Yep. Story I, um, my life. Still to go off on this tangent, but I have somehow... Like, even though I know nothing about technology, I know more than my parents because they are on the, like, boomer Gen X cusp, yep. you know? So, like, they don't know anything. Yeah. And so anytime, like, our internet goes out or something doesn't work, I'm the one who has to call and get it fixed. And they're like, well, how's the router? Like, is, is this light on on the router? And I'm like, sir, I need you to explain what a router is, please. <laughs> um, yeah, no, <laughs> like, well, have you tried blah, 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 blah? And I'm like... I, I didn't understand a single word of that, so I'm going to go with no. Yeah, I, like, reset the router at my house, and my parents are like, wow. I'm like, okay. This is what it takes to be I a qualified had to, family, like, tech expert. Yeah. Had to help my father last night um, because he wanted to print a document that he got in an email and any time he would print, he would just print the entire, like, web page, and he just wanted the document. <laughs> oh, no. I, like, I joke about not understanding technology myself, but sometimes, I swear to God, like, Boomer, like, it really is 
so self-explanatory yeah. to do this simple thing on a computer and they're still just like can't do it nope and like not to That's be funny. an asshole to like people who aren't like digital natives and can like you know do things like understand cars that's simply never going to happen with me but like sometimes i'm like it literally could not be any easier yep uh i had i always have to help him scan documents to like put on like if he fills something out with a pen he's like now how do i email this i'm like oh my god <laughs> and like the worst thing is like when my mom, like, wants me to help with something on, like, her iPad, first of all, which, again, so self-explanatory, everything on, like, an iPad. She's like, don't show, like, don't show me how to do it. Just tell me. And then I'll be like, okay, like, click this thing. She'll be like, this thing, this thing, this the thing. what? This thing. Yeah. Like, <sighs> <laughs> now open your settings. Which one is that? Oh, my God. Or, like, when they're, like, asking you to help something and they, like, like, you know like what they need to like you know exactly what they need to do but they like want to figure it out themselves like while you're standing there and they'll be like no maybe let me try this thing let me try and like you know exactly what to do but you know if you tell them they're gonna like it's gonna be a whole thing my dad had a flip phone up until like 2018 or 2019 which like honestly good for him but there's a picture that my mom took the first time that he got a smartphone. He got an iPhone, and we're at uh, AT&T, and you can just see me, like, as this guy's trying to explain stuff to my dad, and the look on my face is just absolutely, like, <laughs> are you kidding with the stuff that he That's did not fantastic. know how to do? Yeah, my dad, oh, God, I remember when I was a kid, he had, like, one of those, like, real chunky Blackberries because he had an office job. My, like, what happened to those, by the way? Like, I, I feel like know. they just kind of phased out of existence. And, like, yeah. they were specifically, like, a work phone. Yeah. I love the concept of a work phone, personally. Yeah. If anyone knows what happens to Blackberries, because I'm not going to Google it right now. Um, let me know. Yeah, let me know. Let me know what happened to those boys. My, I, like, remember we have a videotape a home video of when my mom got a car phone and it was like such a big oh, deal my dad had a, a car phone, phone. Like, car. another quick of a corporate job yeah. in like the 80s slash 90s and then when she got her first cell phone like she straight up like only used it when she was going to be gone for multiple days like if she was going somewhere for business and she was going to be gone for days at a time she would bring her cell phone otherwise it just stayed in her desk drawer yeah, but like, like that's how the vast majority of the time. Until I stole it to play falling numbers, but <laughs> Yeah, I remember playing um Snake and like Pong on my dad's Blackberry. Oh, the best. The best. And now I cannot imagine. I lose my cell phone for five minutes and I'm like, where's my phone? Help, what, what my phone, my phone, phone, phone. <laughs> but like the thing is, I feel like like you have so much more on, like, a cell phone now. Yes. Because it used to be just, like, I have some saved phone numbers. I Maybe, maybe if I'm lucky, I have a camera. I have two Pixel games, and I use it yeah. to call people. And maybe if I'm lucky, send an email. But now it's, like, I have 
my bank information. I have all my contacts, all my photos, like literally everything is on my phone versus when it was like, this is a device I use to call other people when I happen to not be in my house. Right. Wild technology, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching the progression of technology as a kid was nuts because I remember like when like the like I remember being a huge deal when like my elementary school like the library got a single smart board. And it was like, "Oh my god, like revolutionary." But then like by the time I was in high school, I'm like there's a smart board in literally every classroom. Yeah. Like um I remember our first like big chunky video camera and whenever we would want to like make movies as kids we would have to have my mom film because she was the only one who could like hold it because it was so big i did a fair amount and now everything just on small box of playing with a not quite that big but like a a dvc tape like video tape recorder yes that's still floating around somewhere in this house and i don't think it actually works anymore but it is here just wild and like what is gonna happen next where's the future yeah, of technology going? going cause it's nuts I, cause like I think about people in the 80s and like if you went up to somebody in the 80s and explained the concept of a smartphone to them they would be like what on earth are you talking about Yeah. and I feel like in 20 years like we're not gonna be able to imagine life without X thing yeah but I have no idea what that's going to be. I know. And it really is nuts to think about. And it's like, and I hate that it's all controlled by like, you know, the same three like rich white guys, like fucking like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Nope. Fuck all of them. But like, wondering what the next thing is going to be is so cool. Yeah. Because like half of it's this so stuff was already inconceivable about. even like 10 years ago. But like, look what we got now. Oh, I do have a question for you to get mm. into fighting. Yes. Um, as we're talking about boomer parents who have no idea how to use technology. Yes. Do you think that we, 40 years from now, 50 years from now, there will be something that we have no idea how to do in explaining it? Like, are we going to become them? Or are we going to so. be able to, like, stay hip with it? I don't think so. Because, like, my dad was born in 1951 he and like his older brother like his like prime form of entertainment was like radio plays like that's what he was into and they had like one of those big a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Big chunky like huge like box radios like in their family room like the idea of something having more than like two buttons was like not a thing like my dad there wasn't even such thing as a tv remote when my dad was a kid and like and everything was analog like there was no such thing as like what we like today conceive of as like digital so I think the fact that people our age are considered, like, what's called digital natives, like, we have never grown up, like, we have never known anything, like, pre-internet, even if it was still, like, you know, late 90s, like, chat board internet. Like, right. it's always been there, and I think just, like, because of the way that people of, our, like, our generation and, like, you know, a couple of years, like, before and after have, like, grown up as technology has progressed at such a rapid rate, like, I think we just have a sort of innate adaptability to new technology that just doesn't happen when you have grown up with, like, things progressing at a much slower rate and being, like, again, like, having not grown up with anything digital at a time where your brain is like so like flexible and spongy and can just pick up all this new stuff really quickly so really okay, well I and that's like don't think it's gonna thing happen. i want to touch on like if you know like it's something that they talk about with learning a language like it's so much easier for young kids to learn language and then as you get older it gets harder and so like for us like growing up where it was all like new technology to learn and our brains just kind of went and slurped it all up yeah are we going to be 50 and there's going to be a new thing that it's going to be like learning a language where we're going to be like, uh, uh, uh. I mean, I would think to a degree, but I don't think the degree of like technological ineptitude like is going to be anywhere near the same just because we've been immersed in it literally our entire lives versus like someone who like, you know, there's people alive who are like, yeah, we had a radio and, like, that was it. Like, that was like, technology. I do think that it's kind of neat, though, seeing, like, older people who are getting into it. Like, quick shout out. My seventh grade social studies teacher, Mr. Kresge, was always, like, super hip with the technology to the point where, like, 
he now, I have no idea how old this man is. He's not like old, old, but like middle-aged. He is now the, our district's like technology person who goes in and like shows teachers how to use new technology. So, and I think that also goes to show that like. 50 year old man, like it's so cool. If you want to stay hip with it, you will. Hippest man I've ever known, honestly. I dig that. I love to, like, and I'm hoping that that's going to be me, mm-hmm. but I can totally see me being 40 in my classroom and being like, what? I don't, I don't know how to do this. And like, you know, the teacher's like trying to switch to the different HDMI. Like, yeah. that's going to be my future with whatever's new. <laughs> I feel like I am probably not going to be given a choice if I want to continue doing like any form of like online content creation or like continuing to like use a camera essentially like i'm gonna like i don't have a choice essentially if i want to keep doing it but also a quick like other thing that i sort of remembered i learned that one of the like oldest people on record like they were born in like like 18 75 and lived until like lived to some ridiculous age and died in like the mid to late 1900s like just imagine what you must have seen like watching the industrial revolution like happen yeah what like that's i don't like yeah wild to me that is and so I can't insane. tell, like, I wish, I always say that, like, I feel like I'm like, oh, I wish that there was something cool happening for me to witness. And then I, like, see the things that are happening now. And I'm like, oh, I take it back. Yeah, I take it Never back. Never mind. It's actually cool. <laughs> I also love, like, people point out, like, the, the 1900s, like, the amount of change that happened in that century alone. Like, it started with, like, oil lamps and ended with Seinfeld on TV. Yes, like, what? what on earth? Like, and I don't know that there will ever be, insane. like, something that fast ever again. Like, and I feel like we're talking about technology changing so rapidly now, but, like, I feel like it's not going to be like that. I don't know. I I do get what you're saying. I it's like it is hard to articulate but i understand what you're saying but yeah like that's nuts like we we started with like steam engines yeah. and ended and, with, and there was the internet yeah and then ended you know the like what what? <laughs> what yeah as much as i i you know i make my little complaints about um like the world being horrible and stuff like how cool is that so many things that are cool and i just wish that we could have a bigger focus on that can because we, we didn't have to worry that, about all please? the other shit. Yeah. Yeah. Can we do just that for the next couple centuries or whatever? Just see how it goes. Honestly, I could use a good even just like 20 years mm-hmm. where we didn't have to focus on the way more important, like, because granted, we have to focus on that because that is way more important. Yeah. Inequality, whatever. Way more important than, ooh, cool technology. So, like, we have to focus on it. Like, can't we just get it together? So yeah, can we, we get can it together and have, a, and have a nice 20, like, just a nice 20 years, even? Yeah. Please. I'll take 10, frankly. 
That's fair. Yeah. I'll take be what fine I can with get. Me. Oh boy. That was a tangent. Yeah, that was a tangent. You want to talk about whether or not birds are real? Oh my god, yes. Okay, I love... This is just... Mm, I love this as a theory. All of the birds died in 1987 due to Reagan killing them and replacing them with spies. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Just like... Yeah, birds aren't real. Honestly... First of all, <laughs> I want to know, like, the first person to come up with this theory, how? Okay, because how? I remember I remember seeing a tweet, like, during one, during some, like, government shutdown or whatever, somebody was like, has anyone seen a bird since the government shut down? <laughs> and, like, I'm not a person who pays attention, so I'm like, maybe I have, but I was like, wait a minute. I don't know, I'm, like, looking out my windows, like, yeah. birds, birds. I mean, I can hear them. I got my windows open. It's a lovely summer day. It is beautiful. Um, but, like, it's one of those things that we were talking about last week, the segment of, like, is this thing real? And, like, I had, like, is the first, but, like, do, did somebody really think this? Or was somebody like, oh, my God, this would be so funny. Yeah, and then people like, just ran with it. Someone was like, this is a great meme. Yeah. Because I, I absolutely love, like, the whole birds aren't real as a meme. Like, any yes. kind of, like, t-shirt that's, like, you know, t-shirts that are, like, bird-watching goes both ways. Yeah. Love those so much. It's such a fantastic meme. And, like, I don't, I find it hard to believe that it was started as a genuine conspiracy theory. Like, I, in that sense, I don't think it's real. I just think it's, like, a meme or, like, one of those conspiracy theories that everyone, like, knows they're fake, but they, like, choose to believe it a little bit for fun. Yeah. Or at least that's how I, I just... think of it. What a wild mm -hmm. thought. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, so to funny, be fair. like, seeing that tweet, it was like, has anyone seen a bird since the government shut down? I was like, shit, fam. How good of a concept of, like, oh my god, they'll be hidden in plain sight and nobody will even think about it, and then that way we'll just be able to watch everyone. But I just imagine that the price of upkeep, like, no wonder America is in such debt. Yeah. <laughs> We're in debt to whoever is providing us with the birds. Yeah. And who, like, so, birds aren't real. They're government drones to spy on us. Who's making them? Are we getting them from another country? Are they built in-house? Like, Here's the thing. I feel like if they are, they would have to be provided to us by like they can't be coming from earth because people have done the math people have done the math about like if this thing actually like had been like a conspiracy like because there have been like real conspiracies how long would it take for this information to come out like based on like the amount of people that would be required to keep quiet like the amount of different parties that would have to be involved like just based on like that kind of framework that we have for like if this was a conspiracy how long would it take to come out it simply could not be coming from Earth, because how many people would have to keep their mouths shut? So many. That's fair. So if the birds aren't real, then they simply have to be coming from a source outside of humans on Earth. 
Honestly, I love that the best place to take this theory is that the birds are government drones because the government is buddy-buddy with aliens. Exactly. Like, that's what's happening in Area 51. I'm here for it. Also, hot take, um, Area 51, they gave us that information to distract from, like, Area 52 or whatever, where they're actually keeping all the cool stuff. Um, if they're keeping cool stuff somewhere, it's gotta be Area 69, let's be real. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You are so right. You are so very right. (laughs) Um, but it's something to me that, like, the concept of birds, like, not being real, like, conspiracy theories that are that out there, because those are going to be the ones that end up being true, I feel like. Like, the moon landing being fake, too common. Mm-mm, can't be true. Moon landing's gotta be real. I have Birds said this, aren't real? I have said Maybe. this before, and I will say it again. I choose to believe that the United States government was planning on hiring Stanley Kubrick to fake the moon landing, but he, but uh, Stanley Kubrick, being the way he is, insisted that they shoot on location, so they just went <laughs> ahead with the space program. <laughs> Because nobody can prove that it didn't happen. And. Right. Like, where's the harm in choosing to believe that this funny little exchange happened, even though I know that, like, it didn't actually, you know? Okay, but, like, what if they had been planning, so, like, space break, trying to get to the moon before Russia... And, like, somebody was like, oh, my God, like, this isn't going as well as we planned. Like, maybe we should plan a fake one so that Russia thinks we did it. And then, like, they were in the middle of planning it. And, like, they, like, shot whatever. But then, like, we did actually go to the moon. And then they just played the wrong video. (laughs) Or there was, like, a fake moon landing video just, like, shelved somewhere in some government archive. Like, okay, never mind. Figured it out. Don't need this. Yeah. But then, like, Greg, who was in charge of, like, handing the video off to be played for the news outlets, gave the wrong video, and now Greg's fired. And now everybody thinks the moon landing is fake, but in reality, it was just Greg messing up. I want to think, instead, that there's just, like, a really shitty, like, you know, with the special effects of that era, like, fake moon landing, like, on a VHS tape, just, or, like, on reel-to-reels, just sitting in some government archive, like, oh, like, half-finished, like, okay. We actually did that. Don't need the fake one. You don't need that one. But, like, I just imagine, one. like, they got, like, random stand-ins to be astronauts yeah, who have, like, no like a, astronaut experience. There's, you know, like, some, like, fake stars held up by, like, fishing line. And you can see, like, they've got ropes attached to them, so when they walk, they, like, yep. bounce. Yep, 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 yep. And, like, you know, maybe there's a fan going in the studio, so there's, a, like, a breeze, but, like, you know, that doesn't happen in space. Yes. Um, quick question. Um, anyway, Joe Biden, if this exists, please release it. Yeah, please release it. Do something useful. Um, quick question. Why, why, why do we say that the United States won the space race? Because technically... Russia did more things first. We just did the biggest one first. Um, I think that part of it is, A, that we did the moon first, which, like, 
is a big deal. Yeah. But it definitely cool. was a big deal, but like they did they did Laika, they did Sputnik, they did <laughs> Yuri Gagarin. Yeah. Um I also think that it um was also, so yeah, important. history is written by the winners. Always keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, that's what, not even the winners, like, I think that it was so important that we saw Russia bad and Cold War and blah, 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 that we wanted to be like, see, look, we're better than them. So let's write this textbook that says we want space race. Hee hee. Even though, like, again, we just did the biggest thing first. Yeah. But I think it was, like, especially important with, like, the climate of America at the time mm-hmm. to be like, oh, we need to, we need to have the win over Russia. We need to be better than them. Blah, 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 blah. And um, we'll so, just keep yelling that. Here's the thing. I find, like, I find Cold War propaganda posters from both the United States and the USSR, I find them very interesting, and there there's a PhD thesis in here somewhere that someone is free to have. I think it is so interesting that they both essentially say the same thing where just the other guy sucks. Like, both of them it's like you know encouraging people to like you know kind of look to space as the future and like and like you know talking about a lot of the same values like oh our country under our system this is the one where everyone is you know treated the most fairly and has the most opportunity the other guy sucks like they really did value a lot of the same things so, like, again, there's a PhD thesis in there somewhere. Like, have at it. I, like, I just think it's so interesting. Where, where it's where it's essentially, like, they just, like, swap out the name of the bad guy and swap out capitalism and communism. In a lot of cases. I, I'm so, like, I just wish that we could have, like, true history. Because, yeah. like, I don't know, you think about it and, like, every account we have is biased in some way yeah i follow and it's like that like this account on twitter called like soviet visuals and it's just pictures of like just normal everyday life in the ussr and like the way that people will bend over backwards to be like no the ussr was literally nothing but like gulags and famine i'm like you know there were people where that's just like it just happened to be where they lived, right? Like people some yeah. people just like that's just where they happened to be born and they lived there and they had jobs and friends and families and went to parties and did literally everything that just normal everyday people do. But they were in the USSR instead of somewhere else. Like there was this picture of like a girl like like, you know, in, like, a kind of, like, 60s mod bikini, like, on a beach, like, taking a picture, and people are like, that was allowed? I'm like, boy, what? <laughs> it was just another country. Like, it was not North Welcome Korea. Welcome to USSR. No fun allowed. Yeah, it wasn't North Korea. That's also another thing I think about all the time, though. The fact that there are people where, who, like, who essentially, like, you know, a very, very small minority of people, but, like, North Korea is just where they live. You know? They take the train to work. They have friends. They do things. And, like, that's all they yeah. know. 
Like, I think about that minimum three times a week. So, yeah. There's some of my red hot shit. This is so wild, because, like, do they even know anything, you know? Like, yeah. about the rest of the world, about what's happening. Like, pretty much nothing, but also, like, there was, like, one of extremely, extremely few, like, exchange students that have ever been to North Korea. Like, he, like, it was this guy from Australia, and he, like, lived there for a while. And he was like, yeah, like, a, like besides, like, not knowing a lot about, like, you know, the governments of the outside world, like, being, like, very repressed in that sense, like, he's like, yeah, you know, like, people are happy to talk about, like, their favorite sports teams and all that stuff, and, like, they would get, like, things like the world, like, they would be censored, obviously, and played on, like, state TV, but, like, you know, one of the guys I knew was excited about the World Cup. And I'm like... That's so, like... Yeah. Wild. It's insane. Like, it's so... Like, North Korea is one of the most fascinating things to me. Like, I could just, like, read about, like, you know, like, any any form of, like, news or journalistic coverage is so interesting. Because, like, I, mm-hmm. it, it can't possibly be sustainable, you know? I don't think so. And I wonder, like... Maybe not in my lifetime. How much longer? Yeah, like, maybe not in my lifetime. Yeah. But, like, how, how much longer, you know? Yeah. I, and I simply don't know. And then it also makes me think about, like, is there anything I'm missing where, like, I just, I happen to be born here, do 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 live my life, and, yeah. like, meanwhile, like, other countries are like, United States, what's happening over there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my cousin knows somebody who lives in Sarajevo, which is, like, there are, like, literal, like, unexploded landmines in parts of that city. And my her friend asked my cousin she was like oh like you live in the united states like aren't you afraid of like getting shot all the time i mean like yes Yes. but (laughs) yeah learning about the ways that like people outside of the united states like see us absolutely fascinating like it's illuminating frankly wild yeah it's all it's again um things are horrible sometimes but also the world is such an interesting place so many things to learn about there's a there's a red hot take for for everyone what was that you froze for a second I was just agreeing with you. Yeah. I just said, mm-hmm. And also, um, I frequently think about the fact that there is probably some, like, farmer way out in North Korea who has no idea who Kim Jong-un is. He's just vibing. Yeah. The man is simply vibing. He's never, never heard of anyone, of any of, like, the dictators yeah. in North Korea. Honestly, I want that life. And there's probably someone way out in the middle of Siberia who has no idea who Vladimir Putin is. Yeah. Things that keep me up at night. <laughs> what are some things that keep you up at night now that we're on this on this path? It doesn't things feel right to keep, head into what I have listed next. 
Um, I often lie awake thinking about like how everything like in my life worked out, like how I met the people I met how like everything like how did I get right here and I like can't stop being like oh my god like if I had enrolled for this class instead of this section of it like would my life be completely different right now yeah I I frequently find myself like kind of hyper aware of my own existence just being like man like I'm, I'm really up in this bitch like yeah like i do be here yeah i i I do be here (laughs) so that's a fun one that like kind of like keeps me up at night i'm just like wow i'm a person that exists that's nuts yep getting deep over here um yeah or at least attempting i mean i don't want to ruin it oh no (laughs) but like the other like the illusion the other thing that I think about a lot is, like, how do blueberries taste so different? Okay. Like, have you ever had a bunch of blueberries and you pick, like, you eat one and it's so juicy and sweet and then the next one is sour? And inconsistent <laughs> fucking fruit. Because here's the thing. Like, you know. Oh, how does it happen? You're getting variate. Like, every time you eat fruit, there's, like, little variations. But, like. The variation within blueberries is so different from, like, raspberries or strawberries or, like, anything else that's coming to mind. Because, like, raspberries, like, yeah, sometimes, like, this one's a little sweeter, this one's more on the sour side. Like, same thing with strawberries. The amount of variation that one finds within a single carton of blueberries. Explain. And, like, one's on the same, like, they're all attached to the same little, like, vine thing sometimes. Like... Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like, someone, the like, same thing isn't happening with grapes. And, like, they no. are attached on, like, there's, again, a little bit of variation. Like, maybe, like, you know, variations in, like, surface tension. One's a little sweet. One's a little sour. Like, what is going on, blueberries? Please explain. It truly keeps me up at night <laughs> thinking about it. Why? And it's just something, like, I love personally i am like the plumper and the juicier and like mellow sweet the taste is the better the blueberry for me Mm -hmm. um but and like i love that taste but i can't say the blueberries are my favorite fruit because of that because like that specific blueberry might be my favorite fruit but you just never know you simply never know i gotta say my favorite fruit is probably kiwi Ooh, that's good. I love a good kiwi because it. I think the taste of a kiwi is very similar to the taste of a strawberry. You simply just get more of it at once. Yeah. I am really into blackberries personally. I don't just like. I also I think that um kiwi juice should be added to the standard like just lineup of fruit juices. Thank you. Yeah. Thank no, you. it's good. Talk. Oh, I had another thing about fruit that just left my brain. Oh, um, the most important quality in a grape for me, surface tension. I agree. I, if like, I'm not like, it's, it's gotta be a little hard to squeeze. Yeah. Cause like, it's so. If I am not like, like I need to be able to use like my canines to like 
puncture that bitch. If that's not what's happening on, like, what's going on, that is a bad grape. And I have found that that, like, you're likely to get better ones with green grapes for me. Like, purple grapes, it's way harder to get the nice, plump, stretched boys. I, I I have to, I'm, like, physically stopping myself right now from, like, referring to it as, like, a tight grape. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, that's what it is! That's, like, that's why I have to say, like, surface tension. Because otherwise, that's the word I'm using, and I hate it. But yeah, no, like, the most important quality in a grape is surface tension, because again, if I'm not, like, using, like, my sharp teeth to, like, pop it like a balloon, yeah, it is simply not good. I need the juice to, like, just Mm -hmm. right into my mouth, all, like, it's very hard to have this conversation without it being somehow sexual. Extremely sexual, But. (laughs) but... I want the juice to just explode in mouth. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, no, like, a grape needs to be, like, a water balloon, essentially. Yeah, okay, that's a good analogy. I'm here that for that. That is a good analogy. Yep, once you, once you pop it, it just... Mm-hmm. That is how a grape needs to be. <laughs> oh my god. What an episode this has been. <laughs> What was this episode? What I happened? technically had um, playing some Smash or Pass listed as the final thing we should do, but I don't think that's right now. I don't think we can do that after, like, discussing, like, North Korea and the, Literally what the ideological similarities between, between the United States and the Soviet Union. Oh my god. I don't think we can do that now. No. We can we can say that for next time. Wow, this was pure chaos. What happened? <laughs> Again, Maddie, this is what I happens when you're not here. Would love to be able to be like, oh sorry, I was drunk or oh, you know, I no, just started just, a new medication. This is simply how I am. But this is just me, baby. This is me without the like the restraining <sighs> influence that is um, Maddie. Saw this thing that it was like for me, adulthood is just the exact same personality I had in middle school, except I'm no longer yeah, ashamed, I'm just not of, ashamed it. of it anymore. That's <laughs> just here I am. Yep, this is her, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Huh. Wow. Well, on, well, uh, thanks for having me on this fever dream of, of an episode, absolute fever dream of a podcast episode, and um. We will be back again next week. Look out for some guests soon, hopefully. Just trying to get people's schedules figured out. Um, We appreciate you for sticking with us during the absolute ridiculousness. If you made it this far through this episode, uh, gold star for you. And also for sticking with the podcast uh, to this point in general. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And we will see you again next week. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Emily Whitney and produced by Maddie Robbins. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 
at ewit789 and at mr5mar. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature. Thanks for listening! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.